0: Hey everyone, this is Rico, and you're listening or about to listen to another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. It is August 27th, 2017. This is going to be podcast 648. And this week we're going to look at um, the summer movies. Summer movies, I love summer movies. I saw quite a few. I think I saw everything on my list, and I'm going to run them down give you my thoughts, try to be, uh, maybe try to be a little bit more critical than I, than I usually am. Uh, now that I've had some time to reflect on some of these, tell you what I liked, what I didn't, uh, what I thought was just okay and so forth. And what I, uh, what I missed, what I didn't see yet, uh, a couple things I missed, uh, but I, I saw pretty much what I wanted to. Anyway, that'll be on the show today. Talk about that, talk about some other things going on with me, uh, I've been uh, doing a little bit of, uh, well, let us I, I like to call it keeping the economy going, <laughs> spending a little money. Uh, I'll tell you more about that in a few moments. But uh, I thought uh, a- as a fun little change of pace, a slightly change of pace, I'm going to play a little different opening here for you. It's a song that I like uh, by Michael, do you call this guy's name, Michael Bublé? I think that's how you say his name, I think. Anyway, it's a song that I've liked uh, ever since I heard it the first time. It's uh, from back in, I think it came out in 2010. It's called Hollywood. I'm going to play a little bit of that for you, which I thought was appropriate for today's movie show here on Treks in Sci-Fi.
1: Could you be a teenage idol? Could you be a movie star? You want to be a rock star With blue-eyed bunnies in your bed Mm. Well, remember when you're rich That you sold yourself for this You'll be famous cause you're dead So don't go high. I want to take you dancing. Oh, when you're dancing with the world, you can flash your caviar.
0: Yeah, that'll get us in the mood a little bit. I, I like his music quite a bit. He's got kind of an old-fashioned style, good voice, and uh, I like his songs uh, a lot. So um, yeah, how's everybody doing? Hope everybody's good. I am thinking about uh, my friends down south, especially in Texas. There's uh, that hurricane going on down there. It's uh, you know, it's it's funny. I at different times of the year, I always think about well, where is a good place to live, you know, weather-wise and, you know, where you don't have earthquakes or hurricanes? (laughs) Michigan is is actually pretty, pretty, I'll call it safe most of the time, although we have some nasty cold weather. But um, we don't have, uh, we obviously don't have hurricanes, we don't really have earthquakes. We've had a couple of super minor tremors over the years, but uh, I hope everybody's safe and sound down there. It looks pretty nasty in some places. I, I know that there's a lot of rain and, and flooding and and just all kinds of uh, crazy chaos. I guess I heard something like it's the, uh, the worst hurricane to hit uh, the U.S. in over a decade, something like that, over 12 years or whatever. But uh, yeah, it was kind of a weird week. Uh, you know, we had that solar eclipse last Monday, almost a week ago now. And you know that that was pretty darn cool. I have to say the we had about only about eighty uh, percent covered here from Michigan that I could see at least. Um, well, I didn't really look at it. I did at one point. I had you know I borrowed. I didn't. I didn't get my own. But our um, somebody near where I work had a pair of those uh, special um, eclipse glasses. I guess you call it. You know, super tinted and supposedly safe to look at the eclipse with those i just took a quick look pretty neat though um and then there's another one in like seven years i think 2024 that actually is going to in my area of the country it'll be 90 percent covered and i just have to drive a little south it looks like to get out into the 100 percent covered area so maybe i'll do that in seven years go uh go see the whole, the full eclipse, but a lot of really neat pictures, and, and, uh, you know, being kind of a sci-fi fantasy podcast, and and I think we're all kind of fascinated by these kinds of things, people in, um, people who are fans of this, uh, genres, and, uh, I, I think the, um, you know, the, the pictures that I saw were just spectacular all over the place, some from people in airplanes, and, and, and just some really neat stuff that people put up, so, uh, very nice. One of the nicest things about the internet is when people can share, you know, something like that that's cool and good, rather than a lot of the stuff that's online these days. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so that happened. So it's been kind of a uh, interesting week in, in in the, you know, for the planet Earth, we'll call it. Uh, a lot of storms. Uh, some friends of ours are still under, you know, nearby having fires out there in, in uh, the Montana area and just, just crazy weather and uh but we've had a pretty calm summer actually here in michigan so all right let me tell you uh what else has been going on with me and then we'll get into talking about movies i don't want to spend a lot of time with as they say a lot of jibba jabba who was that mr t don't tell me anymore you're jibba jabba so um i don't do a very good mr mr t i do better at the arnold you know he he would just hit the hurricane oh that's not even very good it's too early on sunday I feel a little nasally today. I apologize. I don't know if it's, uh, the weather is changing a little bit here, a little cooler out, so maybe that's part of it. Um, But yeah, so I I, I hinted at earlier, I've been spending a little cash. Uh, I finally bought um, a 4K, a a new big 4K TV. I'd been holding off for a long time. Uh, I feel like a long time since these smart TVs with 4K and Ultra HD and all this jazz have been out for for quite a while. But a couple things was keeping me off uh, or away from it a bit. Uh, One was the fact that there isn't a huge or or hasn't been a huge amount of 4K content. I I think that's slightly shifting a little. I think they're they're starting to show more. Amazon, Netflix, uh, Hulu, a few others. Um, You can see streaming movies. You can, uh, of course, buy disks as well. So I, yeah, anyway, I bought a um, I had a a 10-year-old Sony set that's been super solid and uh really good uh and is still working and I'm actually going to bequeath it to my oh that sounds like I'm dying or something. <laughs> I'm actually going to pass it off to one of my sons, my younger son says he could use it. So um it's kind of a bit of a beast though the funny thing is it's not quite as big as those old Monster box TVs that I had one of those way way back in the day, but it's still it's still pretty awkward compared to the new really really thin light uh, TVs. But um, but anyway, this uh, th- so I had a Sony 1080p for ten years or a little bit more, and it had been great, solid, still works just perfectly fine. And uh, but I uh, I this I was going back and forth on lots of different things, looking at a lot of different sets and reviews and ratings. Anyway, I ended up with a Sony. Uh, a 65 inch sony which is just a little bigger i had a 60 barely fits in the space that i have here down in the rico cave but uh it's pretty nice it came uh i had it delivered best Buy yesterday anyway um but yeah it's really cool uh it's nice because it has a lot of built-in apps so that works pretty slick so far and it's able to tie into my home network i can i can play movies off my network even if i've got files that i've ripped off blu-rays or whatever onto my uh, computer or my uh, network storage uh, devices so it can see all that um but uh yeah it's uh you know ultra hd uh, I, I like i i guess i'll go back a second i yeah so i settled on another sony set I, sony is really solid um tvs and i was bouncing between that and a samsung uh but i, I you know it, there's a really if anyone's looking for electronics especially televisions there's a very good site, Ratings, it's called with, you know, just leave the A out. So R-T-I-N-G-S dot com, I think, is what it is. And they had some really good reviews. Anyway, this Sony, um, I think the model number is 900, uh, was very, very well rated. Cost a little bit more than I wanted to spend, but I keep these things for a long time. And I wanted something that was, uh, you know, super, super well-made and super solid and uh, yeah so i'm super happy about it uh, i said the word super a lot didn't i <laughs> i don't have a lot of um uh hd movies but i also decided to take uh, and splurge right now a little bit i've been kind of saving up for this for a long long time um but uh, i bought a um a new um 4k blu-ray player a sony blu-ray player because if you don't know the of course because this is the way these things go we had VHS. Then we had uh, DVD. Then we had regular Blu-ray, and, and now we have Ultra HD uh, 4K Blu-ray. So, in order to play those discs, first you got to buy those discs because standard Blu-rays are not those discs. They don't have that much as much data on the on a standard 1080p Blu-ray as a 4K one. Uh, so you have to buy a different disc, and they're a little bit more expensive than the normal Blu-rays. And then you have to buy a player for it. Um, but, um, the, uh, the, the, I bought, I also bought a, um, Sony, I feel like I'm babbling. I bought a Sony, uh, 4k player, a nice one. And that also has built in apps to things like Netflix and, you know, the standard stuff, Hulu, Amazon stuff. And I watched, I decided last night, of course, that, you know, I had one, um, I didn't have, I had bought one or two 4k Blu-rays Uh, so before I bought all this stuff, just in anticipation of it, and I bought, I had bought, um, Star Trek Beyond last summer's Star Trek movie in 4K, and, because it comes with a Blu-ray disc, too, you know, you get a Blu-ray disc in the pack, you get a 4K disc. Anyway, so I watched that, I sat down and watched that last night on the new TV with the new 4K player, and, yeah, it looks pretty amazing, and, you know, the, I knew this was going to be the case, uh, but... 4k and, and with the with a with an ultra HD 4k television it almost looks I'm calling it the phrase hyper real it, it has a sort of a different quality to it and I know I've heard people you know say that maybe they don't really like it it looks sort of fakeish and and not as like movie like in a way uh, but uh, I, I think it's fine I mean it's super crisp uh, and and the colors are amazing and and that was a good movie to see because of a lot of reasons. One, there's a lot of effects and there's action. Uh, and, and so I really wanted to be able to give the player and the and the television a workout to see if I noticed anything, you know, now that I just got this. Because um, I suppose if I really didn't like it, I think there's some kind of week or two week return policy if there was some big problem or whatever. Anyway, uh, of course, there really isn't. Or, or wasn't i didn't notice any weird motion blurs or things that people sometimes can get on this stuff um it was completely um perfect i, I mean i didn't notice anything strange so um yeah and and now you know the, the this is the thing about this stuff uh, now now it makes me want to do a lot of other things like like buy buy a um i'm not much of a video gamer i play computer games on my computer but now i'm tempted to go out and get a um I only have an old PS3 to get either an Xbox One S, I think it is, or a um, PS4 uh, to, to play some, you know, high def, you know, 4K type games. Uh, may, maybe now that, you know, we're already getting to near September, some of these things I can hold off on for, you know, holiday sales will be coming and stuff. Also, there's supposed to be an Apple 4K TV coming, uh, being announced by Apple next month, I think the current one is only can do 1080 uh i was tempted to buy a roku uh but but the tv and the and the blu-ray the new 4k blu-ray player and even my uh, ps3 but but the the television itself has has a google tv built into it and google apps so there's really most of everything i'm going to need i i think for the you know that there's no really need to buy a roku that I can see at this point. Um, it may not be even a need to buy Apple TV I don't know I don't buy a lot of Apple stuff as far as movies I've always tended to buy discs uh, for movies that I, I like or I just watch them on you know HBO or whatever on Netflix. Uh, so um so yeah that's my uh that's my big purchase uh you know it's kind of like I said I've been really I've been thinking about it and wanting to do it for a long time. Uh, Another reason, probably uh, probably a pretty big reason that pushed me over the edge to buy all this stuff now is I want to be really having good equipment and having everything easy uh, to use for uh, Star Trek uh, Discovery, uh, CBS All Access. So I put that app on the television yesterday and uh, I still have to technically sign up for it. I watched some of the Discovery previews uh, on the TV and... uh, but um, but anyway, uh, I think you can get, like I said, I think if you sign up you can get like at least a, a month free. I, I think it's a week or a month free. I think it's a month. I don't know, my iPad seems to always show that you can get a month free whenever you decide to sign up um, But uh, yeah, so I'm ready for Star Trek I ready to you know, I can easily watch it via the app on the television so I don't have to like stream something from my computer or my iPad or any of that gobbledygook uh, of doing things but uh, so um that's about it that you know <laughs> we should probably get into the movie talk uh i've been gabbing i was pretty excited my wife lynn was uh you know i was posting a lot of pictures uh, and sending them to my um my sons and, and and we have this little like chat group chat thing on our on our phones that we you know just it's easier you know with the family to Hey, what are you guys doing today? And then everyone gets the message. And anyway, I was putting a lot of pictures and stuff on there. Yeah, like here's a picture of the box that the TV came in. Here's a picture of us taking it out of the box. Here's a picture of the styrofoam in the box. You know, it was just. I was pretty pumped up, I guess. Uh, oh, oh, and the last bit of this that I'll I'll, I'll mention that the the sad thing about all this, or not sad, but uh, annoying sl- somewhat yesterday. So, uh, for those out there, if you don't know, w- when you go to 4K. You need a better HDMI cable. You need a, a, a better, um, it ha- it, it's got more data to transfer. So you need a ho- higher quality cable, a different kind of, it's HDMI 2.0 that you need to have at least. Um, and my cables, my other cables weren't that. And with the new 4K player, I definitely needed a better cable. So I had ordered a couple of cables off of Amazon uh, a couple of days ago and they were supposed to come yesterday. So I figured, oh, the TV's getting delivered yesterday. The cables will show up. Well, of course the silly post office, the TV showed up around three o'clock and I hadn't gotten the mail for the day yet. Our mail hadn't come yet. And it was like five and it still wasn't here. And and, and so I said, well, I told Lynn, let's go out to dinner. By the time we come back, I bet the mail will be here and the, the cables would be delivered and then I can hook everything up. And, and then sure enough, when we got home like an hour later or whatever, everything was here. So, uh, we have the t- worst um, we have the worst postal service in, in the world <laughs> I just think it's just terrible it, it, it is truly awful we even signed up for this service through the post office you can get a email showing you what mail you're gonna get each day and we've we signed up for that just a week or two ago and already twice we haven't gotten everything that's that's been listed it'll come like the next day or two later but uh, yeah it's pretty sad so uh, but all's good I'm I'm cooking with 4k cooking with 4k that seems strange to say it like that so hey let's uh let's get into movies let's go sort of chronological um and let's talk a little bit about uh we did a summer skype show i think in june so i'm not going to talk a lot Uh, i'm going to go through some of the early summer movies quicker and then cover the later part of the summer in a little more detail so um, I guess the biggest one that started the summer with was Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which actually I just bought the other day on um, because it just came out. I bought it on 4K, so I'd have it. Uh, yeah, I like the movie a lot. I um, uh, You know what? Let's take a little break. Um, my voice needs a break, and I'll play a little uh, bit of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, a little TV spot or something, and I'll come back. We'll talk about that and get into the rest of the summer of 2017 movies. There's a thousand coming and five of
1: us these odds are terrible mm-hmm. we need new odds what on may 5th <laughs> you only get one chance to save the galaxy twice here you stand the hero yeah! a garden of the galaxy guardians of the galaxy no. why would we be the gardens of the galaxy <laughs> So stupid.
0: yeah so um the uh guardians of the galaxy not the gardens of the galaxy (laughs) although i don't think that scene was in the movie was it i don't think it was anyway the guardians of the galaxy uh volume two came out uh back in may on may 5th uh it uh cost about 200 million to make it's crazy how much sometimes these movies cost now right 150 million 200 million but hey you know it costs 200 million and it's made uh $862 as of this Wikipedia entry that I'm looking at. So uh, four times its budget. (laughs) I guess it's done pretty good. Uh, Of course, all the characters are back that were in the first movie from three years ago. James uh, Gunn is back directing. And yeah, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. It it had this uh, situation of having to follow up this super funny successful first movie and and i think this one is just a tad under that in my opinion somewhat uh, i mean you don't have that freshness a little bit and and i also the other thing about this movie that i, I wish had hadn't been the case is the the group splits up right uh, oh early uh, spoiler alert for all the movies we're going to talk about today i'm not going to give you really detailed stuff about the movies but uh, i'll say a few little things um, so if you haven't seen these, if it really bothers you, um, you might want to stop, but yeah, in, um, in this movie, we, we break the group up into kind of two groups a bit for part, a good part of the movie. And, uh, I wanted to see them working more together, more of that, uh, you know, Star Wars have done that, you know, they've done that too. So, uh, it's not a big thing and, uh, but it's got a lot of good, really, really good stuff in this movie. A lot of. A lot of character stuff. Um, we meet uh, Peter's dad. That's the kind of big part of the movie, played by Kurt Russell, who was amazing. I, I like I liked him a lot in the in this movie. He's just uh, just so good in just about everything I've ever seen him in. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, I liked it. Uh, Marvel, of course, again does does a great job. Uh, they had uh, this and the Spider-Man movie right this summer. So uh, they did. They had pretty couple of pretty big hits basically. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, guardians of the galaxy volume two, if you like the first one, I'm sure that you'll like this one. If you haven't seen it yet, perhaps, uh, if those, you know, some people out there, I know don't go to the movies, but it just came out last week on home video, you know, disc, you can stream it, you can whatever, rent it, whatever you, however you watch movies. But, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. And I, I love this, um, uh, this cast, and I'm super excited to see how they're going to interact with the other Marvel heroes in the uh, Avengers: Infinity War next uh, May. I think it's in May. It comes out next year. So uh, yeah, let's move on to our our next movie uh, that we want to uh, cover here.
1: Pirates had infected the seas for generations, so I vowed to eliminate them all. Then there was this boy. There! Jack I will have my revenge. An army of dead are coming straight for you, Jack. Pirates live. There's nowhere to hide. How do they do this?
0: So yeah, that is a little TV spot to Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man Tell No Tales, the fifth Pirates movie. Of course, uh, this brought back Johnny Depp, uh, Javier Bardem, is that how you say his name, Jeffrey Rush, uh, some new people I won't mention. <laughs> it was released uh, in the U.S. at least on May 26, 2017. This one cost $230 million to make. It has made almost $800 million. I didn't realize it had done that well. Uh, I mean, I knew it had done pretty well, but wow, I, that's the seventh highest movie of 2017 they're saying here that's um it's the uh it's it's weird though because they're saying let's see here it's made 790 million so far worldwide it's the second lowest grossing film of this series but the seventh highest film uh or the seventh highest movie of 2017 as far as what it's made at the box office which is super weird but anyway uh yeah i enjoy all these pirates movies they, they all tend to blend together a little bit for me. Um, this one, I think, has a bit of a cleaner plot than the last couple before this. I think it's a little bit more solid. And uh, Johnny Depp, uh, I think, is good. Although they really... This movie tries pretty hard to introduce some new characters, some new blood into it. Even though the other other characters are there. Even, uh, even you know, everyone, basically. The big characters that were in the other movies. Let's just say that. I won't spoil too much. But... um, yeah these are fun movies. I love the music. I love the the Pirates life thing, whatever you want to call it that's going on. It, it's always fun to watch and uh, it looks great on the on the big screen. I, it's probably something I'll I'll pick up on home video sometime. I don't know if I think some of the earlier Pirate's movies are out on 4k I think now. It's funny, I've been really, really now looking and paying attention a lot to what movies are out on 4K and what aren't. It's certainly happening more and more with movies now as they're coming out. If you go back in time, there's not a lot of... Um, they haven't gone back and done a lot of... Like like the Star Trek movies, for example, the only ones that are out on 4K are the three newer ones. The old ones, like even Wrath of Khan and, and so forth and so on, are not, none of those are out in 4K just a little sidebar there for you. So, um, but yeah, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I find, uh, I don't know that it made a lot of movie. They were talking a lot that this was going to be the last one. I, I highly doubt that at this stage it, who knows? It might be the last one that Johnny Depp is in. They could, you know, I, I'm curious if they try to do this, sh- you know, do a movie with just these new characters or other new characters without johnny depp will it make 800 million dollars you know i i don't know that's going to be it's going to be an interesting thing to see if see how that works out Uh, i gotta believe that's going to be a big impact to the to what it makes but hey maybe not as much as as they expect so um, okay let's move on to um probably this still you know for a lot of people the 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 biggie the favorite of the summer the one that uh, i think we all liked a lot so here we go
1: I am Diana of Themaskira. daughter of Hippolyta, queen of the Amazons. In the name of all that is good, your wrath upon this world is over. Wonder Woman, rated PG-13.
0: Experience it in IMAX 3D. Yeah, so Wonder Woman, the movie, finally, uh, uh, you know, a big Wonder Woman movie, movie that uh, was fantastic. I mean, we've talked about this. We talked about it on that Skype show that we did about summer movies, so I'm not going to give it a lot uh, here extra. But uh, Gal Gadot was just great. Chris Pines in this, Robin Wright, uh, Danny Houston, David Thuelis, uh, Connie Nelson, Just, just a fantastic film, a lot of fun. It's coming out, I think, mid-September. Let's see. This, yeah, it opened back on June 2nd in the U.S. and it cost 150 million to make. Oh, it wasn't 200 million like the other, <laughs> but it's made 800 million so far worldwide. So, a um, uh, uh, great movie, a big hit. Uh, I'm really happy that, that DC's got a got a winner, and I'm hoping that a lot of this um, carries over into the Justice League film uh, a a group, you know, a big cast can be tricky to deal with. Uh, you know, I think Marvel did it great in the first Avengers movie, especially guardians of the galaxy has been good with, you know, they've been able to handle these groups before. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens with, um, the justice league film that's coming out in November. But, uh, you know, I saw a little bit, it was on HBO or something the other day. I, I keep catching a little bit of... Uh, they've been playing a lot of the Batman versus Superman movie. You know, that movie's kind of growing on me a little bit. I, st- I still think they don't get the Superman character very good, very well in that movie. Uh, and I think it's it's way too dark and grim. Uh, but, uh, but boy, I think the part I saw the other day was when Wonder Woman shows up. It was near the end of the movie anyway. So it just adds so much. She just... She just brings that movie up, uh, you know, a, a hundred notches when she pops up in that movie. Uh, I wish she had been in it uh, more than she ended up. I mean, I know why they kind of did that. I think that was, uh, you know, definitely intentional to keep it limited. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I'm i excited because it looks like I think both her and, and um, Ben Affleck, you know, the Batman character in Wonder Woman, are going to be primary characters. Uh, characters in justice league and i and i think they seem i really like their chemistry i liked their chemistry at the end of the batman versus superman movie so i think that's going to work well and it's going to help that movie a lot so uh, but yeah wonder woman um with um gal gadot again is just uh is is fantastic and i can't wait to to see another one i think it's a officially happening i think they announced it not that long after the movie came out right and uh It'll be interesting to see where they put her, like what, um, what era, you know, it'll, I think a little bit, will maybe have to do with how Justice League ends up, you know, where are these characters all at at the end of that movie? Will they, will the movies after that, like Batman and Aquaman, well, Aquaman for sure, because they're already filming that or have filmed that are working on it, I think now, but I, I have to think that those movies are going to just sort of be post Justice League, right? Uh, that they'll try to keep them in the same time frame. So I, I kind of think that the next Wonder Woman movie won't be another period piece. but who knows? Maybe it'll be set a little bit in the present and in the past as well. I don't know, but um, I, I'm fine either way. I think they, they, they definitely know what they're doing. They, they showed it with this movie. So uh, let's move on to a next uh, our next selection in our summer movie rundown.
1: A thousand years we've kept it hidden, the secret history of Transformers. On Earth. You push them, and they push right back. Let's go! I want to stay, and I want to fight them. It's now and never. Transformers, The Last Night, a Michael Bay film.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Another Transformers film. What is this, the fifth one? So I think it's like the fifth uh, Pirates movie, the fifth Transformers movie. Uh, this, uh, you yeah, know, another Transformers. Cause this one called The Last Night, uh, where they try to somehow blend the Transformers with the legend of King Arthur and all that. Um, it came, uh, it was directed by Michael Bay. came out on June uh, 21st, and cost this one cost about, well depends on I guess the sources anywhere between 220 million and 260 million it's made 600 million so successful I don't think nearly as much as made it's um, sorry I don't think it's made as much uh, as the others oh yeah here's the detail in Wikipedia it's the uh, it's actually the 10th highest grossing film of 2017 but it's the lowest grossing of the franchise which kind of makes sense I still go to see these I, I like giant robot fights. Uh, I, I was never a big fan of the cartoon Transformers, but for some reason, these movies pull me in. I like cars, and I like seeing cars transform on the big screen. I don't mind Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> who has sort of taken this over since, uh, what's his name, Shia? Shia LaBeouf uh, is is not doing these anymore. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was fun. I mean, there's a lot of action. There's a new female uh, actress in this movie, um, Anthony Hopkins is in this movie, Stanley Tucci, Josh Duhamel. How do you say that guy's last name? I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, and, and a lot of it's set in in the U.K., which is cool. And uh, there's, I think, a little bit bigger action in this in a way. I mean, of course, every movie they, they try to do that. But there's some pretty amazing scenes in this film that lend themselves to the big uh, screen that's a question I wonder if any of the Transformers movies are out on 4k I need to have Amazon open while I do today's podcast (laughs) click add to cart click add to cart Um, probably not a good idea actually better not to have it open Um, but um, but yeah this was fun you know again I I think there are people that there's basically I figure there's three groups of people out there there's there's one group of people that never really got into any of these movies they don't care there's a group of people out there that maybe saw the first few and and kind of like, oh, man, they're getting really bad. And they did kind of get bad, I think, a little bit more. Uh, although they've, I don't know, they've tried to do some things to bring it back a little bit. But uh, so there's some that, you know, people never really got into them. People that watch the first couple, I think the first couple of them are pretty good. Um, you know, especially the, I think the first one's pretty interesting because it introduces everything. And there's a little more mystery and, and things like that. So. But the, uh, and then there's a people, there's the group, the last group of people like me who keeps going to these movies and is the reason they still are making money, I guess. But I think they do pretty well overseas, you know, the, the, in the Asian market, you know, Transformers and, and that kind of stuff is, is pretty huge. So they, they keep pumping them out. And, and what they've, what they've shown here with doing different actors and stuff in these movies, although I think bringing in Anthony Hopkins in this movie really added a lot to it. I think it added, uh, this will be, I'll remember this one a little bit more just because he was in it. And he, I'll tell you what, he looked like he was really having a good time doing this movie. So, uh, I have to hand it to him, you know, to, to keep doing everything he's been doing. Man, he was awesome in Westworld. I can't wait till that series comes back. I think that series is in, uh, uh, is it in 4K? I think so, maybe. Um, I keep, oh, sorry, I keep bringing that up all this show. That, that's going to happen probably for a little while, folks. Get used to it. So, uh, um, But yeah, transformer. So let's move on to our next one, which I think involves a guy bitten by a radioactive spider, I'm pretty sure.
1: There's a ton of other subsystems in here, but they're all disabled by the training wheels protocol. I'm sick of Mr. Stark treating me like a kid. But you are a kid. Yeah, a kid who can stop a bus with his bare hand. My friend's up there! Congratulations You have access to its full capabilities.
0: Thank you. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, so the Spider-Man Homecoming movie uh, started, uh, uh, you know, the Spider-Man back with Marvel here. Um, there was a deal, whatever, however they worked it out with Sony, who had done the other Spider-Man films, the other five Spider-Man movies, the, the three with... Uh, toby mcguire and then two with andrew garfield right and then now the sixth one here with um tom holland playing a, a much younger high school age spider-man uh even though i think he's 21 now or 22 in real life and i think he was probably about 20 when he made this film but he's pretty small and he he can easily play a high school kid i think oh uh, yeah this movie was great i mean a lot of people were calling this movie the best spider-man movie uh, I, I i think i've said on the podcast before. I'm pretty fond of the first two Spider-Man films with Tobey Maguire. I like those a lot. I, I think they did a good job with this one, uh, and it's super fun and super enjoyable, and certainly geared to a much younger group and crowd and audience to a degree. Uh, Michael Keaton is is the the big to me. Uh, Tom Holland is great as Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Don't get me wrong, but Michael Keaton as the the villain, as Adrian Toomes, as the Vulture. He's a fantastic villain. He's probably one of the best villains they've done in a superhero movie. I think he's just really, it makes sense. He's a solid, solid, you know, not, that's even an understatement. He's just a great actor, and hes he can play a nasty, nasty bad guy. Uh, and, he, and he's so, um, there's some things that happen in this movie that make it much more even interesting than at first glance you thought it might be. So, uh, although I think that's a little bit. Eh, coincidental, and I'm not going to say too much more. But uh, yeah, this came out in July, uh, July seventh. Uh, it it cost 175 million to make. It's made 700 and almost 30 million. So another another big hit. I think everything I've talked about has been a pretty big hit. Although we're getting now to uh, we're we're going to be talking. I think the next one wasn't a big hit, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, yeah, Spider-Man, uh, you can't go wrong. Uh, Marissa Tomei is back as Aunt May as the, uh, you know, hottest Ant May around. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in here as Tony Stark slash Iron Man. Uh, but I think they used uh, just the right amount of, of Tony Stark. I think if he had been in one more scene or one more, you know, bit in this movie, I think it would have been a little too much. Uh, but I, it was the nice to have that connection to the Marvel Universe and characters. And of course, Peter slash Spider-Man is going to be back in uh, Avengers Infinity War. That's, that's pretty well known. They're all everybody's going to be in that movie, uh, and, and the hope or the rumor is that maybe even some of the Marvel characters from the Netflix series, like the uh, the Defenders, Jessica Jones, or Daredevil, or Iron Fist, or or uh, Luke Cage, maybe we'll get a little of those in you know Avengers: Infinity War. I would love it at least, even if there's some action going around in that movie around New York that they just sort of pop up even if for a quick scene. Uh, I think that would be great. But yeah, I think uh, Spider-Man Homecoming did a really good job, made a lot of money, and I'm sure they're going to be doing another one. I think they, did they already announce it? I don't know. You got to get through, I think, two Avengers films. Uh, so, um, and I'm sure that we'll do another one. But um, But yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And Spider-Man is, of course, I've said a few times, several times. I did that whole Spider-Man podcast earlier this summer, I think it was, before this movie came out. He's my favorite superhero. I I, I got to you know, Spider-Man, I, you know, unless they do a terrible, terrible job, I'm going to go see these movies by far. So uh, he's always been my kind of alter ego in the comic book world, so... All right. Next up, uh, a movie that I saw, I enjoyed, did not do very well at the box office, unfortunately. And uh, well, here's a uh, little TV spot for it.
1: This great historic city is under attack. Agents Valerian and Laureline find the source of this evil and eliminate it. Valerian, I've got a bad feeling about this mission. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. After us. Valerian, rated PG-13.
0: So here's the next movie I wanted to talk about. Uh, and, and this is my... Um, usually one each summer is a movie that I feel like I got a really short end of the deal. <laughs> short short sh- sh- shaft, short stick, short something. Just got kind of missed and unfortunately um John Carter was a movie like that although was that did that come out during a summer month I don't remember um but I I love that movie John Carter and, and I put this one into that category a movie that a lot of people did not go see um maybe it was marketed wrong maybe it was whatever I don't who who knows the reason sometimes but there's no reason why if if you like fantasy you like sci-fi if you like action and adventure I, I think you'd enjoy this movie uh, quite a bit and I urge everyone to go see it at some point you know watch it on video when it comes out there HBO and all the other rest, rest of the places discs and, and things but uh, yeah so Valerian and and the city of a thousand Planets it's based on a uh, on a English uh, or a French sorry English uh, translated but a French uh, comic book series that was done back I think in the in the '70s was when it first was out, first came out. Um, but um, and uh, this is directed by Luke Besson, who people will know from the Fifth Element, uh, which is a very uh, visual uh, spectacle kind of a movie. A movie, actually, the Fifth Element is not is one that I've always been kind of okay on. That movie, a lot of people love it a lot more than me. But um, but this movie, though, uh, there's a young cast, Dane DeHaan. Kara Delavine, is that how you say her name? Delevingne? Uh Clive Owen is in this movie. Rihanna is in this movie. Ethan Hawke is in the movie. They got a you know, Rucker Howard is in this movie. They got they got a solid cast. Um, there's some good music, but the, visually this movie is just incredible. You will, uh, I mean, I'll I will definitely get this movie on on 4K. There's my 4K talk again when it comes out. Um, but um, let's see. It came out on July 17th. It costs about a. Uh, it costs what? Like uh, two hundred million or so to make, maybe one hundred eighty to two hundred million. It's only made about one hundred and forty million so far, so really, really not good, unfortunately, and it's sad. Um, oh, John Goodman did a voice in this movie. Uh, it, it's just a lot of fun. It's a swashbuckling adventure kind of fantasy, kind of Star Wars issue a bit. There, there's a. The two main characters are, um, they're kind of. Uh, they're agents, they're called, and they go off and solve problems and crimes and things. And they're both kind of, uh, you know, they're in a relationship together, too. They kind of have love interests with each other and so on. But I, I just love the spectacle of this movie, and I thought it was pretty uh, incredible. And uh, and it's a good story. I think they did a good job with it. I, I think there it could have been better. I think there are some things in here that are a little... A little weak uh, but i think they did a, a good job with it and uh like i said I, visually and, and and just you know people always say well let's g- get something that's not a sequel let's get something new well here you go folks this is my um pitch a little bit and i, I could see some people this movie if they, even if they did see it maybe they didn't like it or care for it and didn't appeal to them i i like this kind of stuff a lot and uh this idea of just going out there on adventures and and traveling from planet to planet, uh, I mean, that's what uh, you know. That that's just a dream, I think. <laughs> It'd be a blast, right? Um, and there's a lot of underwater stuff too in this movie that you don't see. One other little side side note is there's some cool underwater things that you don't see um, in a usually a space movie like this that I think were pretty good. So, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, check it out when you get a chance. Who knows? Maybe it's still at a theater or two out there. I don't even know um maybe some of the re you know the second uh you know movie houses the secondhand movie houses they get movies later so uh all right let's do another movie from this summer of 2017.
1: You're him, you're Caesar. I did not start this war, but I will finish it. You are impressive. But you're taking this much too personally. So emotional! Apes together.
0: All right, next up is The War for the Planet of the Apes, the third in this uh, sort of rebooted ape series that started with Rise of the Planet of the Apes in 2011, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes in 2014, and this one in 2017. Uh, direct, this one's directed by Matt Reeves, who's uh, attached to doing the next Batman movie. It came out on July 14th, uh, and it, uh, let's see, it cost about $150 million. It's only made $350 million. It's actually, so far, the least successful of these three new Apes movies. I, I was actually surprised. Well, the first one, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which is actually my favorite of this group. Uh, <clears throat> that one only cost $100 million to make, 93 It's made almost $500 million. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is the big, big winner. Uh, the second one, that uh, was also directed by Matt Reeves. Uh, Rupert Wyatt directed the first one. Matt Reeves has directed the last two, which are much more war kind of stories. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes cost two hundred million, roughly, to make, and it's made seven hundred and eleven million dollars. So um, this last one, and it's probably a, partly because the movies this summer were pretty packed, and this came out just a week after Spider-Man. So, uh, but I saw it; I liked it. Uh I, I think you know what they do in these movies is just incredible. Uh, andy circus as caesar is, is is fantastic you know this stop motion thing that they do and then make him into an ape is just it's so incredible now that they the what they can do here and make it so lifelike and and seamless and each time you know it, even in the first of this series it looked incredible and and it's gotten to the point where it's just even more incredible i guess <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, have always enjoyed the apes films. I enjoyed the original five. I didn't really like the, whatever that was called, was it just called Planet of the Apes? The one that they did with Mark Wahlberg. I did not like that movie. Uh, I really didn't like that one, but these three have been really solid and there's certainly room to, um, to have another movie after this. Although I think this kind of wraps it up a bit. Uh, the, the, uh, the storyline. Oh, we also have, um, Woody Harrelson as the bad guy in this movie and he's great. You know, Woody Harrelson's another solid, you know, older actor that's been around a long time, like Kurt Russell that just does good stuff all the time. And, uh, I, I was really impressed by him in this movie. He, uh, he plays this crazy colonel, kind of nutcase military guy that wants to wipe out the apes. Of course, and uh, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a good movie. And if you like these apes movies, you sure 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 should sure should <laughs> sure should see this one for sure for sure. Too many shures. Yes, I apologize for that. Sorry. You should definitely see this movie though. It's it's a good one. All uh, right, let's do. I think we're kind of winding down. I think I got about two or three left to cover um but uh, let's go on to the next uh, movie and i think i'm getting to the point where i think a couple of these left uh final movies i'm going to cover are not really strictly or by any sense really sci-fi but i still wanted to cover them because i really enjoyed i really enjoyed this next one a lot uh this this movie i probably was my favorite non-sci-fi movie that i saw over the summer i think and uh, so, anyway, here is a, a TV spot from this next one that I'm gonna talk about.
1: Hey, hey baby. Hey. We met before, right? You still alive, right? Uh huh. Then I guess we ain't never met. I'm looking at some of the country's finest thugs.
0: And of course, young Mozart in a go kart over there.
1: Baby, baby, baby. The world consists of three things money, All right. sex, Ow! drugs, and action. Oh, wait, that's for. I'm sorry, ma'am. What the? Baby Driver.
0: All right, I, uh, I think I said at the beginning of this that I was going kind of chronologically, but I've skipped around a little bit, and I'm going back now uh, just a bit, uh, because this one called Baby Driver, this movie, came out back at the end of June, June 28th. Uh, I saw it. Uh, I liked it a lot. Directed by Edgar Wright, who is a, a very interesting director. And yeah, this movie is, is is pretty much action and adventure and and just a lot of fun. It's basically a, a, a kind of a getaway movie, you know, and a and a bank heist movie, uh, you know, whatever. But uh, amazing, great cast. Ansel Elgort is that how you say the guy's last name? He is Baby Driver. He is the young getaway driver in this movie, who I I, I just think is a real. Cool, interesting character. I love the way this movie is filmed. The music is great. We also have Kevin Spacey, of course. You heard, I think, in the in the little TV spot. Uh, Isaac Gonzalez, uh, Lily James, John Hamm, who's fantastic, and uh, you know he's from Mad Men. Uh, Jamie Fox, John Bernthal. Uh, this is just a great movie. Music by Stephen Price, uh, and it only cost. It was a you know low budget movie these days 34 million it's made about 175 million dollars there's just a really cool aspect to this movie as far as the and the next one i'm going to talk about it has sort of a similar style where it, it's very visual and stylish and there's a lot of use of music in the movie a lot of music in this film and uh, yeah, and i think if uh if, if you like music and you like good music in your movies uh, you should check this one out. Again, not sci-fi, but I enjoyed it, and it's a summer film, so we're popping in a couple here outside of the sci-fi realm. But uh, all right, and then let's do the next one I wanted to cover.
1: Agent Lorraine Broughton, expert in hand-to-hand combat and escape and evasion.
0: She made it out. This Sony ends
1: one way. was never part of the plan. It was part of mine. We
0: did Yeah, so this movie, uh, this is called Atomic Blonde with Charlize Theron uh in the main character role uh, as, Lor- as Lorraine Broughton, uh a, a top uh spy, uh, MI6 agent. Anyway, uh this this was fantastic. This uh Probably between this and baby driver, uh, my two favorites, uh, baby driver, maybe a little bit of an edge show. Although this one was great too. Uh, I just, there's a charm kind of to baby driver. This one's a lot more tough kind of a movie atomic blonde. Well, it's rated R for one, uh, a ton of action. It's set in the late eighties. Uh, it costs 30 million to make, uh, it's only made 75 million, which is kind of a disappointment. Although it's still, that's still okay. It's over double what it cost. Um, it came out at the end of July, July 28th. I saw it a week or two after it came out. Didn't see it right away. Uh, just was busy. But anyway, um, if you like spies movies, you like James Bond kind of, the, you know, th- this movie was kind of built a little bit as like a female James Bond. I I, I think it's a, it's a lot uh, like the first um, Bond movie when they came back. Um, Casino Royale, I think, is the one I'm thinking of. Because there's a, lot, a, a real toughness to this movie. It's got a lot of great late 80s music. Uh, we have James McAvoy in this movie. John Goodman, you heard a little bit. Sophia Butella, who is um, who is in Star Trek Beyond. Uh, and Bill Skarsgård, uh, Alexander Skarsgård's, I think it's his younger brother. Uh, and, you know, you've got a solid cast here. Not a lot of huge, huge stars, but um, Toby Jones is in this movie, too, and... Uh, it's just very stylish, directed by David Leitch, Leitch, Lech. Le, I don't know how you say these guys' names. I don't know. L e i t c h Leitch, Lech. Sorry, David. Pre, sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, but yeah, uh, if you like action and you know, uh, uh, kind of a thriller with a lot of twists and turns, it's it's taking place when the. Uh, uh, in Germany, uh, a lot of it in Europe, and and when the Berlin Wall is coming down and all that, so uh, it's it's really good. And Charlize Theron just really nails this role, and she kicks a lot of butt. Let's just say, and and I think she even hurt herself. I think she chipped some teeth, and and in real life when she was working on this movie. So the great thing about this is, is she's she's using like all kinds of things around here as weapons. Uh, I think I talked about it a little bit on the podcast and, uh, I compared it to Jason Bourne a little bit, kind of a mashup of Jason Bourne and, and, um, James Bond, of course. But, uh, yeah, this is a good one. All right. I got to take a quick break here. Did I have another one to talk about? Let me see here. Hang on. Well, I think I actually did. Yeah, I did have another one to talk about. Uh, sorry about that and uh let's play a little preview to this and this will be the last i think I'll, I'll cover on the podcast today for today so the last uh, of the summer movies of 2017 here you go
1: the centuries the gunslingers were knights sworn to protect us from the coming of the dark now i'm the only one left the man in black wants to rule our worlds so help can be unleashed you can't stop what's coming i will kill him the dark tower you were in very bad shape i'm surprised you're even sitting up i'm stronger than most
0: all right so this is yeah the last one i wanted to cover today uh on the show this is the dark tower it is based of course on a um eight book, I think series by Stephen King. Uh, and this movie, let's see, it came out on August 4th and it costs only 60 million to make, which is pretty impressive actually. Um, and it, but it's only made 74, excuse me, 74 million at the box office. So it's, it's amazing to me that they took this property. I don't. I haven't read the books. Uh, Chris Clemente's filled me in a little bit, but uh, it's and and I'll get to the book at some point. And uh, but uh, this movie has been sort of in development. At one point, J.J. Abrams was going to do it. Then Ron Howard, uh, uh, and then finally it was directed by Nikolai Arcee, I think you say his name that way. Anyway, to take a book series like this and then bring it back. To or distill it down to a a, a movie at, and even a short one a 90 minute movie and from what i've heard is they did a really bad job with that so it got probably really bad word of mouth although i thought a lot more people would go see it just on the hope that it might be you know good because these are pretty popular books and stephen king's a pretty popular author uh you've got also matthew mcconaughey you've got idris elba as the gunslinger um it's just, um, yeah, it, it really, really failed badly. And, and, you know, I thought the movie, since I hadn't read the books, I went in kind of completely unknown, you know, not knowing what was going on. And I just thought it was kind of like ho-hum. I mean, it was like, oh, there's this weird tower thing, and if it falls, everything's going to be destroyed kind of a thing. And the gunslinger protects and stops it, and he's the last gunslinger, and there's a bad guy in black. And it, it seemed very, very, the movie at least seemed very routine and I I, again I've heard that the books are are quite a bit different and there's a lot more obviously in the book in the books uh, than you see in this but there are these portals and it it creates sort of a multiverse idea in this in this film but uh, but yeah it's it's pretty pretty ordinary so um, not not a good one to end the summer with unfortunately but we do have still some fall movies coming although it might be technically still summer when they come out i don't know we have um in september uh we have the next kingsman movie coming which should be good uh and of course this fall we got the biggies of the justice league movie in november and we have of course uh the last jedi in december so we've got some good movies still for the rest of 2017 but um but overall excuse me I think the uh, I think the summer of 2017 was a pretty pretty good one for the movies. I think I think there were most of the ones I ran down made a lot of money. A lot of them did make a lot of money, especially especially the ones early in this summer. I think towards the end of summer, people get a little uh, they go on vacation, they get a little burned out and going to the movies. I I was going a lot uh, and really tried hard to see what I wanted to see. Uh, I probably did better this summer than I have a couple of times in recent summers. I, I saw pretty much what I wanted to see that was on my list to start with for the year or for the summer. I saw Cars 3. Was it 3 as well that I didn't really talk about too much, but that was fun. Um, but uh, but yeah, a good summer, and I think there are probably a couple other things I saw, but I, I, I think I've covered the biggies. And, you know, again, I, I, I do still enjoy going to the movies, although I've had... Uh, the theater that I usually go to, they've been doing a lot of construction, so it's kind of been a little bit awkward to go to that one because they've uh, some of the movies have been in smaller theaters and now they're starting to do more and more of having to pick your own seat uh, ahead of time, which is kind of annoying a little bit. I, I don't really like that method. It may make me start to buy movie tickets online more though, because uh, it's even though I get to the movies pretty early, you're competing with people buying tickets online as well. And I I do tend to like to sit in the center of the theater. So uh, that's just a side note a little bit. So, hey, I'm going to take a very short break and I'll come back and we'll wrap up the show, talk about the big anniversary live show for next weekend. That'll be coming up, um, yeah, next weekend. (laughs) I'll be back in a moment. All right, folks. I'm back. I hope you guys enjoyed the look at the summer films. Uh, a lot of good stuff to see. Uh, you know, I love movies, so I uh, I enjoyed it and had a good time with just about all those. I mean, there were some that were um, not as good, maybe, but I I think I enjoyed just about everyone to some degree. Even the Dark Tower. And, well, maybe not the Dark Tower. <laughs> all right. Next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Twelfth anniversary live show. What? What? What's that about? Well, you guys know what I do if you've listened for a while. Um, the This is the uh, annual early September, usually Labor Day weekend, uh, and I am going to do a live show. It'll be Twitch or it'll be uh, via Ustream again. I don't know. I, I think I've used Ustream last year, too. But however I do it, I will post on the Facebook Trucks and Sci-Fi group. I will post on the main page. Uh, I will warn everyone a little bit about that. Um, if you ever have a question, how to do that or view it, treksf at gmail.com. The live shows are fun, though. I hope we get a lot of people watching. I'm probably going to do it next. It's going to be next Sunday, September, what is that, the 3rd? September 3rd, right? I think. Yeah, looks like September 3rd. It'll, it'll be Eastern time. It'll be, well, you know. I'm on Eastern time, but I, I'm just trying to say I think I'll probably do it about two o'clock in the afternoon Eastern time, which hopefully you know people in Europe could still see that. That'll be like you know maybe about eight at night in Europe, and east, the West coasters, sorry, it'll be like eleven in the morning-ish, something like that. So usually I try to do two or three Eastern time something around that. Uh, and I usually have some contests and some prizes. I don't know. I may try something a little different this year. I haven't really decided kind of what my main topic's going to be, uh, for the year. I think last year I talked about a lot about Star Trek cause it was the 50th anniversary. I think, uh, it'll be sure about Star Trek, maybe a little bit about Star Trek discovery. I don't know. We'll have some fun. It'll be good. And, uh, also if you ever want to support the show, I'll talk about it next week on the, on the live show quite a bit, but patreon.com forward slash Trex and sci-fi. Um, I think we had a new donator Amber, I think did. So I would thank you for that. I uh, appreciate that. And, uh, for those that have been on Patreon for a long time, supporting the show, thank you guys so much each month. The, that dollar to a month or three or whatever you guys donate, uh, is, is very helpful uh, to pay the hosting fees and new equipment and set stuff and things. I'll try to talk a little bit more about that next week as well. I've got some new plans. I think I'm going to try to do a few things here. So, um, yeah. And, uh, well, one last thing I wanted to say, it's, it's, it's official now. I'm going to be at the Austin wizard world. I think our whole little group, the anomaly people, myself are going to be down there in Austin In uh, it's actually the weekend Justice League opens, I think it's like the 17th of November that weekend or whatever. Um, but uh, if you just go to Austin, uh, Wizard World, uh, you know, Wizard World Comic Con, Austin for this year, you'll find out all the details. Actually, they're gonna have quite a few big celebrities, you're gonna have Jason Momoa there who's playing Aquaman in the Justice League movie uh and uh a lot of a lot of celebs this year Uh, i thought that the last one we went to two years ago was a little bit weaker for the guests but i think they've pumped it up a bit wizard world's been having some issues some financial issues and things but uh it looks like it's still on for this november in austin so uh looking forward to that hopefully texas will be able to dry out a little bit by then after the hurricane so um with that said I think I'm gonna get out of here get uh, a little <laughs> oh my voice has really been not great today I think it's um I think I need a little sunshine uh, All right folks have a good week uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this one again I like doing these of course or I wouldn't still do them after 12 years <laughs> but everyone take care uh I will talk to you again very soon and hey think about Star Trek Discovery. I know it costs a little bit of money, but um, I think you can get the first month free. Oh, one thing about that. I'm not sure. I, I've said for a while that I think you could just sign up when the show is done and then watch them all. I'm not sure that's going to work. I'm hearing different things about the way CBS All Access works, and that might not be possible. It, it, you may not be able to do it that way. They may only be showing you, like like, a lot of these shows will show you, like, all right, there's an episode that comes out. They're going to be releasing them weekly and then it may be up for a couple of weeks to watch it or watch it again or whatever. And then they only may be listing, you know, in the in their system like the last 3 or 4 episodes, something like that maybe. I don't know what's, how Star Trek's going to work for them. We will all find out together. I don't think they've really officially said, but keep that in mind. Um that may not work to just wait three or four or five, six months and sign up for a month and watch them all. I don't know if that's going to be possible. It'll be interesting to see how that all works out. Uh, I I kind of think that's kind of... Uh, I, I wish they wouldn't do that. To me, if you sign up for a service, the the catalog of shows should be there. I I think. I, I, I mean, I, I personally even get annoyed by that, you know, uh, about not being able to. I mean, if you're a CBS All Access, you'd think that CBS should be showing you and let, let you know for the money you're paying everything for even the last few seasons of other CBS shows and stuff so who knows how they work all these deals who knows but um, but I'll be watching as it airs and and trying to report back without spoiling it too much for people so okay I'm done I think <laughs> everyone take care have a good one bye been a Rico Dusty podcast production.